welcome to the Destined for Success podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Takagi, and this podcast used to be called New Manager Media, Managed Right from the Start. Many of the concepts are the same, but there's a little shift. There's a shift because I know we are all destined for success, and I want to help you find the fastest, smoothest way to reach your highest best as quickly as possible. Join me in today's episode where you're going to come up with new ways to build your skills and influence others to make the impact you desire to make. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Welcome to Destined for Success. I'm your host, Jennifer Takagi, and today I want to ask a big question. Are you a stress junkie? Are you a stress junkie? Do you get so worked up at the idea of all the things you have coming at you that you're paralyzed for a while until the deadline is looming? I recently read a book, and at the moment, the title is going to escape me. But they talked about how procrastination can actually be a good thing because in all the time you're not preparing, actually in the back of your mind, you're putting it all together. You're, you're bringing in all the information so you can put it together and put it all out there and, and get the job done. And I know that has happened to me a lot in my life. I would, quote, wait till the last minute to start working on something And it came together so quickly and easily that I know it really wasn't from the stress of it all. I just kind of had been doing that pre-preparing business in the background. I had been thinking about it a lot and considering what to do. However, the flip side of that is people who love to be stressed. People love to be stressed and they create stress or they put themselves in the most stressful positions. And you know, like they put themselves there. I went on a cruise with my husband recently and my sister and brother-in-law actually had booked it first and then I just tagged along because that's what I do. I like to vacation and if I can tag along and get a good deal, I'm in. We had just gotten on the ship and if you've ever been on a cruise, they feed everybody into one level of the ship and it's a small area on three and you have to leave from there like you can't just hang out on three at least on carnival ships you can't you get on on three you can't get through you're gonna have to go up or down and they try to feed everybody up to the 10th deck because the 10th deck is where the majority of the food is they have the guys burgers the pizza place, uh, the blue iguana tacos and burritos. They have the buffet lines. It's all up there on 10. So they want to move you all up to 10 because they're still getting your cabin ready. And they need to get everybody on the ship so that it can leave on time. And they like shut the doors down early to make sure everybody's there. They can do their head count and off you go. And my husband and I were able to sneak into our room and drop some of our stuff off before we headed to 10. So we wait for a while to get an elevator. It finally comes. We hop on. It's so full. People are packing on this elevator. 
that it won't go. It says we're overweight, which I've cruised a lot. I've ne- I have been on some packed elevators. It's never said we were overweight, but this day it did. So this woman in the back who was on there first was like, somebody's going to have to get off this elevator. So people, you know, one person got off. Well, then another person got off. Well, then like three people, maybe four had to get off before the elevator would go. And so we make it to the 10th floor. The doors open. Everybody's getting off. And my husband and I are real close to this woman and her guy. So we step off the elevator and they immediately start walking like they want to get away from this crowd. And the husband kind of rubs her arm a little bit and says, oh, honey, I I know that's really stressful for you having all these people here. And she goes, I know, I just can't stand it. I cannot stand being around all these people. Well, I start laughing to myself, not out loud. I wasn't being totally rude. I turned to my husband and I said, oh, that woman is going to have a long eight-day cruise because guess what? Everybody is always trying to get on the elevators at the same time. They're all trying to go to dinner. They're all trying to leave dinner. They're all trying to go to breakfast. They're all trying to leave breakfast. They're all trying to get off the ship for their excursion. If you get a, a an elevator quickly and without anybody on it, like that's like a moment for celebration because everybody's trying to get to the same places at the same time. She put out there she set it up she said i hate all these people i can't stand it did you know your subconscious doesn't know negatives it only knows the positives and she said she hates people well then it's going to give her a whole lot more to hate and a lot more people to be around that's how it works Kids, you scream at a swimming pool as kids are running around the pool. Quit running, quit running, quit running. What do they do? They run faster. Why do they run faster? Because their little brains cannot grab in that negative piece, the don't run, the negative, no running. They just hear that action verb, run. And so they take off running. If you don't want a kid to run around a pool, what do you need to do? You need to say, walk. You need to say, stop. You need to say, sit down, wait, whatever it is. But a positive action. Because your brain, your subconscious is so smart. It picks up on all those action words and gives you more of what you say. I can turn a tale. I can tell a story. I can kind of crack myself up. Nobody else might be laughing, but I crack myself up. But I've learned I have to be careful what story I'm going to tell. How I'm going to tell that story. Because if I keep telling the same story, (coughs) pardon me, With negative influences and negative situations that I don't want to happen, I'm going to keep getting more of it because my subconscious brain is out there with its radar going, where can I find more hate? Where can I find more people? Right? That's what that woman was going to get. I mean, that's just all there was to it. It was going to happen. Recently, we went on a a trip 
I've had a lot of trips lately. It's all leading up to this huge birthday that's coming up. And somebody goes, oh, aren't you scared to fly? All the flights are canceled and, and they're overbooked. And uh, you, you know, and I said, oh, that doesn't happen to me. And guess what? All of our flights were on time. We got everywhere we needed to go. It all worked out. I reject the things I don't really want happening in my life. Do bad things still happen? Yeah, from time to time. But for the most part, no. You have to set the intention of things going smoothly. Set the intention of things going smoothly. The next elevator is going to come and nobody's going to be on it. The next elevator is coming. It's going to be empty. Turn your language around because if you want to quit being a stress junkie, you need to start listening to your words. And the first step to turning around those words is making the decision that you don't want to be a stress junkie anymore. Have you heard about in recovery systems like the first step to getting better or recovering or making a change is acknowledging you have a problem? It's the th same thing with being a stress junkie. You have to admit that I'm a stress junkie, but I want to let that go. Admit you have a problem. Admit that you've kind of been thriving on it for a long time. You've been intentionally putting things off that you could just do and move on. You've been putting them off and they're building and building and building up inside of you. So first you have to recognize that being stressed out all the time is a bad thing. It raises your cortisol, it raises your blood pressure, it creates problems for your heart, your lungs, your kidneys. Constant stress on your body ends up creating disease because disease creates disease. What can you do to quit being a stress junkie? You have to decide you don't want to be and then you have to decide to change your language. What do you want to create? How do you want your life to be? Because the more you repeat, the more you're going to get. If you want something different, you need to start saying something different. You have to say something different. Last week, Dot Campbell was talking about <clears throat> steps to create love and peace in your life. And towards the end of our interview, if you didn't catch it, grab it. It's out there. She said, I give you permission. So today, <clears throat> I want you to walk away knowing I give you permission to live a life of peace and harmony. I give you permission to have a completely easy drive home from work. I give you permission to walk in the door and everything's in order. Quit creating the chaos and the stress in your life by choosing a different path. Your subconscious mind keeps score. It knows what you say and it delivers. I hate people. That woman was going to be surrounded her whole entire cruise.
If you are ready to get off the path of total stress out, if you're ready to make a major shift in your life quickly and easily, book a call. Let's make this happen. I'm Jennifer Takagi, and I look forward to connecting with you soon. Thank you for taking your time to spend with me on this latest podcast of Destined for Success. Please take a moment to leave a review, share it with a friend, and subscribe and get the newest episodes every Monday morning. I'm Jennifer Takagi, and I look forward to connecting with you soon.